Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Q102 Jeff and Jen morning show at 708. It's uh, winter's back today. We're looking for a high of 35, but then spring is back tomorrow. 50 and sunny for the weekend. Uh, news that didn't make the news in a few minutes. You may want to cut back on coffee or you could die. Uh, and a new app can tell you if your first date is going well or not. Uh, also, Jeff's coming in this morning. He's just wandering in right now with his breakfast. Grab a seat, Jeff. Relax. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. We, this is an unexpected surprise, Jeff, because you left us presents this morning. I was like, oh, I wonder if Jeff's back in town. Yeah, well. I- Hang on. Which mic are you on? Three. Three. There you yeah. go. There you go. No, I wasn't going to, but um, it's one oh eight. In Paris right now. Is your body all messed up? Uh, well, not messed up, but I'm just on a different schedule. And I went to bed really early, so we flew in about 5.30, 6 o'clock last night. And I had all these these goodies for you, which, by the way, I did not purchase in an airport. I went oh, to the and I have that. photographic evidence. Well, I can tell because they're from different places, right? Right. That's why yeah. I knew. So it's sort of a mix mash, and I know that Jen doesn't do sugar, so I was stressing out about that because I didn't want to <laughs> not give you anything, but they they don't have Non-sugar stuff that things. doesn't have sugar or butter in it. That's so. funny. Well, I want to get into these bags in a minute, but while you were gone, Jeff, a lot of stuff has happened. Ohio River is filled with chemicals. Um, also, we had a Super Bowl party here yesterday with a soup competition. Yes, um, and, and both of these two were quite competitive. And I oh. will say that I threw my name in the hat because no one was signing up. And also because I guilted it, him into it. Well, <clears throat> a little bit. But I, I did. I was like, only- well, there's only like four people. And so he was like, yeah, I'll make a soup because you cook. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you- see, nobody asked me. Yeah. <laughs> was it the usual suspects? <laughs> it's like Tim and Dave and a couple of people in sales yeah, and digital. Yeah, there were some new people, too, that had made some things. Natalie made something. There and were only Anna nine something, But only soups. nine. Yeah. Only nine, which is, in my opinion, the sales staff needs to step it up a that touch. That was a poor showing. I mean, when you there do the chili. from there. When you do the chili cook-offs, don't, aren't there quite a few? I can remember in like the old building, something. there would be like, the, that whole kitchen area would be just full of chili. Well, and I think that was when it was open to the entire building, and so this is kind of like the radio oh. floor is doing their gotcha. own thing. Oh, so wait a minute. The fun committee is only open to the radio people. We don't include the digital people. Well, That's digital not by fun, our choice. The di- digital fun committee uh, <laughs> is th- different. They, they have drinks, their own fun. They have alcohol. Yeah, they don't do they the have a budget? Stuff. 
Yeah, they go to like. <laughs> I think they have money. They do. Like, they go to Florida and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that's not the point of this story. Uh, we had a Super Bowl yesterday. We had nine entries. Um, Tim did a Greek sausage what soup. What was in that soup? Everything. It was onions, garlic, zucchini, potato, carrots, sausage, chickpeas, beans. Fresh dill, fresh parsley, a lot of seasonings. Wow. Did you make up this recipe? or did I you... saw it on TikTok, and then I adapted it. And then you put fresh feta on top. Okay. Yes, now, and I just did chicken tortilla soup, which is like, I did, I did a kind of a little spinoff of Amy Tobin's recipe. Like, yours, I kind of adapted it. Yours was excellent. Mine I was happy with, but I knew it wasn't going to win because I wasn't playing to the audience. Did yeah. You? Yeah, because what is the audience? Cream. Cream. <laughs> <laughs> They're very much like the French. They like butter and cream. So yeah. all of the things that were the one that I liked the least took first place. Oh, really? And then uh, did Scott come and in second? And what kind of soup was that? So it was a beef place, stroganoff yes. soup. Oh, well, that The first place good. soup was a beef stroganoff soup, which had the big noodles in it. Did it have potatoes um, in it, too? Doesn't beef stroganoff I just, have I don't think it did have noodles. potatoes. It just was like beef creamy. And see, and that sounds really like good. ground beef. No, it was like chunks of chunks. steak. Oh, see, that's how they... That sounds good. And then the second place was Scott, and he is our promotions director. What did he make? He had his soup was called the winning soup, and it tasted like the Campbell's chicken and dumpling yeah. soup. It tasted ever... like he poured some cans together with a block of cream cheese and some Rotel and stirred. <laughs> Actually, that's exactly what he did. Yeah. But he... It was good. So we find out what the recipes were today for people's soups. And oh, yeah, then the right third in. place was Anna, who works down at B105, and she did a take on the Olive Garden Zupa Toscano, which was very good. Was good too. Oh. Yeah. So who came in? Did either one of you come in last? I place? just assumed I did. I came in fourth. You did? Congratulations. Oh, that's not bad. So I and came Tim, in ninth. Tim came in fifth. Fifth? Oh, really? Yeah. So you were in the middle of the field. So there were three. You were fifth. Okay, well, that makes there me feel There was stuff worse than that. worse than you. Yeah, so. Four that had less cream than well, you. I will say they were all good. I tried them all. I think that Big Dave's chili came in last, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Chili's yeah. not a soup. It's Is not chili a soup. or a soup? No, it was a chili, but it was a Super Bowl. So I think that's why you didn't get any votes. No. Oh. Yeah, but I thought collectively, I mean, they were good. But really, the big hit of the entire thing was our boss, Patty Marshall. <laughs> this was hilarious. Was, she forgot that it was Super Bowl, and she had signed up for to bring a soup. So then she was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? And because we're right close to the Kroger, she went over to Kroger, and she got stuff to make grilled cheese. So she had the griddle that they had from downstairs, and she was uh-huh. frying up grilled cheese sandwiches in the corner and she made them a little differently she put butter she had this oh. really nice bread but then she put a layer of ranch dressing oh wow. and then she wow. had this she was like i mean all Gourmet, uh, grilled cheese about it so how many That's grilled great. cheese sandwiches do you think she made Oh, my God. Probably 20, maybe more. I don't really? even know. Yeah. How many people showed up to eat the soup? See, and that's kind of what I'm wondering, because I wasn't there like the whole, whole time, but I was there for a while. And I, when I noticed the voting was kind of open, so I'm wondering if people voted for themselves more than once or mm, something. Because it looked like there was a lot of votes. <laughs> I voted for myself only once. I did, and too. And I voted for you for second place. Same. <laughs> that was very nice. We always have each other's backs right. here on this show. So but yeah, funny. I mean, collectively, it was really nice. There were some desserts, and I think they're going to give us the recipes today, so maybe we can put them up and share okay. them with everybody and listening. Jeff, uh Fritch and myself, we're still, we still have them in the basement, so if you'd like, oh, good. we're going to 
forgot tried. the basement down in the first floor. We'll if warm you, them up. Yeah, and Tim and I had the healthier <laughs> options for soup, which is also why we think we yeah. didn't win. Yeah, nobody won. <laughs> nobody yeah. won the, the healthy ones. But nine's not bad for a showing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't That's think pretty so. pretty good. So uh, we're going to talk more about food, French food, coming up next and how Jeff and Kristen, Pink Panther style, snuck into a fancy, fancy bar. Uh, That's coming up. But right now, Traffic with Denise. What's up? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Got off the plane yesterday from Paris, which was where we were vacationing the past week or so. And, you know, I was really tired because it was a long flight and... The flight left Paris at 1.30 in the afternoon. And, you know, so we got home by like 5.30 p.m. Eastern time when mm-hmm. you consider the time change. And we were just whooped because I didn't sleep on the plane on the way back because it was 1.30 in the afternoon. Right. Why would you? Right. <laughs> then I did go to bed early and then I woke up at 5.30 this morning and I'm like, wide awake. Wide awake. <laughs> what are you going to do with that? What am I going to do with that? So why blow the vacation day? Sure. Yeah. Just take your time, mosey on in, grab your coffee, and good to go. I thought yeah. you weren't even coming back until, like, some point this weekend. And then I remembered, like, oh, that's right. He was coming back early. And then, because you left his presence this morning. And let me tell you a little something, Jeff. Yeah. In my in my personal Instagram story, I showed people, like, oh, look what Jeff brought me, blah, blah, blah. And then I go... A way to a girl's heart is through aioli, mm-hmm. which you brought me an entire jar of. I don't even think I know what aioli is. It's like a fancy mayonnaise-based sauce. Yeah, sauce. But sauce. It's, it's like a so that's like a lemon zest aioli, and it goes really well with things like tater tots. Oh wow! Oh, don't you? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uber Eats. Here we go. <laughs> right. And then you brought Tim some nice mustard, and mm-hmm. you got us some jams. You got me some raspberry, which I saw that. Raspberry jams. Some marmalade. Right. Nice. So, Confiture. And, and your marmalade, we were eating at some crepe place, and all these people, and the crepes were amazing, but all these people kept coming in, just buying the jams and jellies and stuff, and I saw that they had orange marmalade, and I know that you love orange marmalade. It's my so favorite. Yeah. we got to get that for Tim. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Did not buy this stuff in an airport. Thank you. Just so you know. It's legit. What's I in, mean, the fancy box. What's in the little blue box from Chateau Versailles? So those are macarons? Is that how you macaron, pronounce it? Macarons, yeah. Macarons? Yeah. Did you go to, you didn't go to Palace of Versailles, though, did you? No. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think you were going because I asked you before you left. If, if you we had another go. couple of days, we would, and that's why we want to go back. it's stunning there. Right. Oh, they smell so nice. Yeah. And there's, there's like a little piece of paper of charts, which I was supposed to bring in so that you knew oh, which is flavors? which, but I took a picture of it, a screenshot of it. I'll give it to you. But those are really good. How cute. And that, so I went in Wednesday, which was the day before we left, and they said they got like a four-day window of freshness. So I'm just saying you might want to eat them sooner than later. I'm going to eat them right now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a taste chart. We got buds for that. There you go. <laughs> 
Did you just love it, though? I'm so jealous. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. And you yeah. said the flights out of CVG were easy. Easiest thing ever. was on time. Right. And- so for those who don't know, there's a nonstop flight that runs between CVG and CDG, which stands for Charles de Gaulle Airport in mm-hmm. Paris. That's the major international airport in Paris. Mm-hmm. It's about a nine-hour flight. I think it's like from gate to gate, it's eight hours, 55 minutes, okay. depending on uh, weather conditions. And so it typically leaves here at seven. Leaves here at seven thirty at night, mm-hmm. and you wake up. You go to sleep. You wake up in Paris at nine a.m. They feed you dinner or whatever, and then when you come back, uh, that you leave at one thirty in the afternoon. So you're not getting up at the crack of you know what. Yeah. And then you fly back in your home in Cincinnati at five thirty, which is why I'm here today. I thought I would be super jet lagged, which yeah. I am kind of. I'm my time Might is all hit screwed you later up. today, but. It will, for sure. But I'm awake now, so why burn the vacation day? Sure. Makes yeah, sense to me. Yeah, we got a text from you, like, I'm coming in. I'm like, wow, he's he's actually listening to the show, yeah. <laughs> which I enjoyed. And I love that you were coming in. And Paris is such a great, fun, like, so much to do kind of city. And it's beautiful. And the people are lovely. Everybody was nice. I know that they say that people are super rude in France or or more specifically Paris. We didn't find that to be the case. I mean, it's definitely a major city. There's no question. So people are in a hurry and they might be a little more impatient. But we were never, we never got into anything with anybody. Like nobody was ever outright rude to us. Nice. Yeah, there was one funny dude. We was working at our last night in Paris. We are having dinner at this place around the corner from our hotel, and there was this one guy that just seemed to be yelling at everybody. But I think that's kind of his shtick. At your hotel? So he, works at, he worked at the restaurant? He works at the restaurant around the corner, and he was just being, like, very snooty and very huffy and rolling his eyes a lot. But he was doing it with everybody. And yeah. I, I almost think that's, like, part of his act. Gotcha. He's like yeah. the guy that marks bagels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? But everybody was super nice. So how did you like the museums? I know you went to a couple of museums and the cemetery. Like, what were some of your touristy things? Yeah, we uh, so we went to the uh, Monet Museum. It's it's There's a smaller one called the Mont- Montmartre something. It's a small museum, but supposedly has one of the largest collections of Monet's. Oh, nice. Uh, we went to go see the Water Lily exhibit, which is in a different museum. It's the Museum. Say de la, not the other one, the de lingerie. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> You're making that de up. De lingerie sounds good to me, but no, it looks like, so many museums it's like de la I mean. orangerie or something, but it's really, it's, it's, um, it's, it's in the very center of Paris, and it's just breathtaking. It's so, that's the thing about Paris, man, that just the emphasis on beauty. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful there. It, it did is. Did you go to Notre Dame? We did, but we couldn't go in because they're they're renovating. It's it, not right? as tall as it used to be, <laughs> but they're the working back. on it. Yeah, how right. does it look? Does it look like it's coming along nicely? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, that thing is surrounded by cranes, so the project is underway. So that's being funded. And then there's another cathedral uh, of Saint Chapelle, which has the most impressive stained glass art collection. Which is just to to describe it. If you're not into art or art history, which we're not, it, it may sound kind of boring to visit these places, but when you go in, they are awe-inspiring. Yeah, There's beautiful. a reason people travel from all over the world to see these works of mm-hmm. art. 
And it's old there, and it's so nice. Yeah, and they're big on, like, preserving tradition. History. But they're still modernized. You know, they work oh, yeah. within the confines of, of the beauty. and, and But the, they've been able to build on that infrastructure and make it livable for people. What about the food? Oh. <laughs> Unquestionably just the, the best you've the ever best had. The best cuisine in, in the world, yeah, right? So good. What were some of your good bites? Oh my god. I, I had mean, a did French you wake up every soup. day and have just like the croissant with yes. the cafe yes. and the coffee's rich and delicious? Yes. Did all you have of any that. good pastries? Yeah. Uh no, I didn't do any pastries, but just like regular plain old croissant. And if you're living dangerously, I might do an almond croissant, but I'm just I just love the soft, flaky, flaky. buttery yeah. texture of a regular croissant. So good. And adding more butter to it. <laughs> I mean, doesn't it make you ask, though? I mean, if they can create food like that in France, why isn't there more of it here? Because it costs money and takes time. <laughs> it does. And you're not going to get in and out of there quick. Like, if you sit down at a restaurant, they are not in a hurry to turn that table. Yeah. Like, when you sit down, you're making a commitment, and they'll get to you when they get to you, but they're giving everyone, like, individualized attention. And then they're not going to bring you the check unless you ask for it. So you'll be sitting there all day waiting for them to bring you the check. But, but they you don't enjoy rush dining you. like you dining like that. You like it, right? Yeah, but some days, like if you got a museum to go to, you you got to like wrap it up, nudge them a little bit, right? Did you eat anything that like you know was like fast foody, or did you get any? Did you go to McDonald's? Hit... No. <laughs> But no. you didn't do, like, any, like, little baguette sandwiches or anything that were really good? Uh, nothing on the road. Like, nothing. We, It's a sit down and... Settle in. And settle in and socialize. What was know? the one thing, if you had to pick the one thing that just blew your food mind? <laughs> you can't... You're going to be thinking about it for the next couple weeks. God, it's really stupid. But there was a crispy shrimp salad, which sounds so lame. But it was so simple, and I took a picture of it, and I'll show it to you. But I don't know if it was the, the dressing or the aioli or it was the, the breading on the shrimp so or fresh, something. yeah. But they were light. They weren't overly heavy. And I, I don't know. I just I came away from it. I don't know if I was surprised. I don't know what my expectations were. But here's the thing. Like, if, if you travel to different places, especially internationally, chances are you're going to connect through Paris, which we've done a dozen times and never once set foot outside of that airport. Mm -hmm. And this was the first time we had ever actually explored the city. And now that we have a nonstop flight between here and, and Charles de Gaulle, like this, there are no more excuses left. Did you find it challenging to speak? Like there were, everyone speaks English. So this is my approach. I walk into a place. Bonjour. Parlez-vous anglais? That's me saying good morning or good day. Do you speak English? Uh-huh. And nine times out of ten, they said a little bit or yes or somewhat. Uh-huh. Uh, or you just point to what, what they have on the menu. A lot yeah. of it you can make out. Mm-hmm. Now, on the menu, do they have it in English as well, or do they? They they have it in native French, and then subtitles? sometimes they'll have subtitles below it. Yeah. Or you can kind of make it. I mean, Figure you know what out. foie gras is. Yeah. yeah. So. But also, like, you know, if you have your Google Translate, you can look at it, type it in, take a picture. It'll translate almost yeah. all of it for you. Yeah. And, and Otto turned us on to an Argentinian restaurant, which is his favorite in the world. It's like a big steak place, basically. And so that was tough because it wasn't really a French restaurant per se. It was an Argentinian restaurant in Paris, and they weren't really catering to American tourists. So that we had to break out the translator to so figure out what like we a, were getting. So was it like they were speaking Spanish? Or what were they? 
Yeah, I, I guess. Is yeah. that what they speak in Argentina? Yeah. I thought so, yeah. <laughs> this is not, but but this it's is, like Spanish with a French accent, so you're trying to figure out all the dialects and it, what's happening. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it's it's all, like, it all works out. You know, you just kind of go in, and you just figure it out on the fly, and it every yeah. single time it would That's work wonderful. out. I'm so glad. Did you go to the Eiffel Tower? Did you go to the Arc de Triomphe? Yeah, so our we went to both. And our hotel, our first hotel, we stayed the first couple of nights. We stayed at a place around the corner from the Eiffel Tower, and it was literally in the shadow of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, so you could walk there in the morning. Yeah, and, and it was right like we'd walk out of the balcony. It's right there. Oh, how so, beautiful! Yeah, and then uh, the did you Arc go to the top. Triumph, we did not. No, it's not for everybody. Yeah. No. It just seems, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a, a giant, lot of people. A giant traffic there. circle. Yeah, I'd rather look at the tower than right. go up there. Yeah, and it was funny. You were talking about the roundabout around the oh, Arc yeah. Triumph. You're right. That's mad, bad, insane. It's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> well, and then when you go to the Arc de Triomphe, you have to go, like, underneath the roundabout and, like, come up the middle. So when you're in the middle of the Arc de Triomphe and all that traffic is kind of swirling around, you're like, what is happening? Right. There's no, there's no method. It's not like a roundabout in Warren County. It's like, where are we going? Who's coming in? Who's going out? And if you get stuck in there, we'll see you later. Yeah. So interesting thing that happened. We weren't. We were not planning on going to the Louvre because we didn't want to spend too much time in museums. We just kind of wanted to get out and about and not over schedule. But on this one particular day, we had tickets to the Musée. Is it Musée or Musée d'Orsay? Oh, Musée. Musée d'Orsay. Yeah. And we get there, our tickets are for 11.30, and we show up, and all I heard is, we regret to inform you, <laughs> the workers went on strike. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't get to go to the Musée d'Orsay? We did not, so we had a little bit of time on our hands, and it was a very short walk to the Louvre. So we, we're not, we're, there's no way we're going to be able to get in now. It's last minute. Sure enough, we got, that's the crazy thing. Like, that's just how the whole trip worked out. It was just chance after so chance after lucky break. So did you see the Mona Lisa break. then? Saw the Mona Lisa. And took a you, selfie with her. How do you feel about it? Smaller than you thought? A little smaller than I thought. Yeah. And not necessarily, it's behind all that plastic. It is, because, you know, they don't want someone to walk in and toss ketchup on it or something stupid. Yeah. So mm-hmm. It is, you're set back a little bit from it. But all these other places, I mean, you can touch a don't do this. I wouldn't recommend it, but you can just touch these Monets, these priceless works of art just mm-hmm. about everywhere else. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Well, I can't wait till you go back. That'll be fun. Just looking for something fun and different to do. You know? They have, I mean, there's so much to do. It just feels like that city's constantly like growing and evolving. And even if you went and stayed a month, there's still so many things you could do. One of the things that we wanted to do is we wanted to go to this place called Bar Hemingway. It's at the Ritz Hotel. And supposedly, you know, this is where Ernest Hemingway used to hang out. And there's this legend, there's this story where during the war, um, he like defended it, you know, took arms and defended this this building, this uh, this beautiful hotel. And this is the bar he used to work out of. And so he said, you know, let's just go. It's touristy and it's probably dumb and it's overhyped, but let's just go. But they don't take reservations and there's usually a long line and I hate things like that. And that's why I wouldn't go on the top of the Eiffel Tower. So, you know, that this is my conflict. Anyway, so we get to the Ritz and we walk in and they're stopping everybody who sets foot in the Ritz because this is the Ritz Paris. This was the last place Princess Diana 
This is where she spent her last night before she was killed in that horrible, tragic car accident. And so there's a lot of people that are just curious about the fact that it's not just the Ritz. It's also where she spent her last night. So it's a huge tourist attraction. And people would walk in and the guards, they would stand there and they'd be like, can I help you? Why are you here? Are you Mm -hmm. staying in the hotel? And they question you. And unless you have business there or an appointment, they, they won't let you in. And that's what happened to the people who were in front of us. And so at this point, I'm like annoyed, like, all right, this is stupid. Why? Let's just go. And the guards are distracted for a minute. And Kristen just starts walking forward as if she's going to walk right past him. And I roll my eyes and I'm annoyed. And they make eye contact with me and they go, oh, welcome, monsieur. And they just wave (laughs) me in. How, mm-hmm. What just happened? Yeah. Well, it's because you act like you belong there. That's you were the annoyed. They thought uh, you yeah. were French. Exactly. <laughs> there that obviously, he belongs here. But that's the oh, thing we about miss you. sneaking in places. If you just act like you belong, sometimes you look like you do, and they just let you slide on I've through. gotten into the front row of so many concerts with that attitude. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I went backstage and was on stage at a Kenny Chesney concert once with that attitude. Yeah. Because somebody else was going. I was like, come on, we're going too. Just act like you've yeah. Come on. So we're now we're walking around the hotel, <laughs> and which is stunning. That's it's like a palace. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. Like you, you could just go to some corner bistro. And because of the history, this bit the age of these buildings that, that they've been here for hundreds of years, the intricate artwork, the What's the word? The elegant, um, opulent architecture of all of it is just breathtaking. So you could just be sitting in a French fry cafe just staring at the ceiling. Yeah. In awe. And that's sort of, so the Ritz is like a palace. And for all I know, it may have been. I didn't get it that into the was, weeds. Yeah. But um, anyway, it was the same thing. And then, and then we walk up to the bar Hemingway. And it wasn't supposed to open until 630, according to the guidebooks. But there was, there was maybe four people ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And it was 40 minutes before they were supposed to open. And all of a sudden, this woman, she parts these curtains and she says, ah, welcome. Come on in. And starts waving us through. And we sit down and we're the first customers there. And it's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, man. We're just going to go with it. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Why not? So much fun. You know, what are they going to do? Kick you out? Okay. See ya. But speaking of Princess Diana, there was this moment where... As we were walking around, it did occur to us like you you could almost feel her ghost because after she died and, and there was the big investigation on, you know, who is ultimately responsible for her death. There's a lot of security cam footage of her and Dodie Fayette and their bodyguard uh, exiting the hotel. They They had a decoy car that was in the front that took off that most of the paparazzi had chased after. Mm -hmm. But there were a couple that were on to the fact that they had a Mercedes in the back. And that's where they slipped out is this back entrance, which just happened to be right where our bar entrance was. So when you're there, if you know, you you recognize it Mm -hmm. like you you're familiar with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's a very heavily traveled route where they were racing on the way to Dodi Fayed's apartment the night she died. Mm-hmm. And there's this tunnel that you go through that has these columns, these these beams. Mm-hmm. And they, they crashed into the 13th beam, which is like a big memorial where they have her her image painted on to the beam. Oh, and so you, you saw that too? You can't miss it. And Oh, I mean, we must have gone through that tunnel 10 times just going back and forth back to and this forth. that or the other thing so it's a it's a heavily traveled route but it's just you know, hmm. yeah yeah 
How neat, though. I'm so glad you had such a good time. Such a good time. Great. Yeah. All right. So we got Secret Sound coming up at 740. This one is worth what? $5,000. $5,000. Mm-hmm. What are you guys going to do next Valentine's Day? <laughs> yeah, probably nothing. Probably just lay low. Here's what's funny is is Kristen thinks it's kind of stupid. What, like Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. I mean, she's like, yeah, it's sweet. You know, you want to give me a card or something. We can do dinner. It's fine. But she hates the the hype. That and sweetest day. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things that she kind of rolls around. Well, because every day should be Valentine's That's Day, and every her. day should be sweetest. That's yeah, the right. truth. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll play it by her. We'll probably just lay low. But anyway, uh, Secret Sound, play it for you again in case you missed it. $5,000 on the line for it. And now, Denise Johnson with your latest track. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.